You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. We will preview all seven spring games happening this weekend. Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Georgia, LSU, Mississippi State, and Vandy. We'll give you a couple things to watch for in every spring game coming up this weekend. And we'll also get you set up for a monster weekend of SEC baseball. Some big matchups get going across the conference tonight. I am Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, we're not going to go around the conference today, but we're going to fire up our SEC spring football music. Boom. Let's rock it. We start in alphabetical order. I know some people get angry because we end up talking a good bit about Alabama, and rightfully so. They're usually the best uh, when it comes to football, basketball this year. But uh, we'll start with Alabama just in alphabetical order. The A-Day game tomorrow, 73rd annual A-Day game slated to take place following the absence of obviously no game last year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. But in an announcement made by Alabama Athletics this weekend, Bryant-Denny Stadium will host 50% capacity after uh, holding games at just 20% capacity last football season. Total number of fans in Bryant-Denny will be roughly 50,000. ESPN will carry the game. Kirk Herbstreet and Joey Galloway providing analysis with Joe Tessitore on the call. New faces will be the storyline for Alabama. All eyes will be on Bryce Young, the quarterback, as he looks to secede Jones as the uh, Crimson Tide's starting quarterback. you got a new offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien calling the plays. Here's Nick Saban on his new quarterback. This is the quarterback right now so he's going to operate with the first team and uh you know there's competition at the position but in order for guys to get a lot of reps the next guy has to play with the next guy Uh, we may have one guy out so we may only have you know one guy may not be able to practice so you know what you see in this game really doesn't mean a whole lot in terms of trying to figure out the depth chart and all that because there's going to be a lot of guys missing you know, so how we play guys in this game doesn't necessarily mean anything relative to next year. Yeah, as you heard, Nick Saban said quite a few guys will be out. Left tackle Evan Neal exited the scrimmage the other day while right guard Javian Cohen is dealing with a bone spur. Guards Emil Ekior and Pierce Quick haven't practiced this spring, and that same goes for receiver John Mechie, defensive lineman Fidarian Mathis and defensive back Malachi Moore. But some guys to watch for in this spring game. Uh, tight end Cameron Latu. He has been shining during Alabama's earlier scrimmages. He could be a big piece of the tight offense this year. Billingsley will receive a bulk of the tight end targets, but Alabama has used tight, two tight ends a lot uh, in recent years with Miller Forstall heading to the NFL. There's a hole there, and Cameron Latu can fill that. Other guys to keep an eye on. Linebacker Jalen Moody, he is the top option to replace Dylan Moses this fall. Uh, He's a senior, saw playing time on defense, received the nod when Christian Harris was injured in that December game at Arkansas. But after competing at inside linebacker this summer, uh, we'll also have junior Shane Lee, a freshman starter in 2019, who uh, Saban had noted was hampered by a sports hernia last year. Wide receiver John Mechie, 
As we mentioned, he's been nursing a previous injury. He has been unavailable, but you got redshirt juniors Slade Bolden and Xavier Williams, veterans of the position group. But one guy to keep an eye on, how about Javon Baker, a sophomore that a lot of people are very high on, could turn some heads at the receiver spot. And lastly, the cornerback spot for Alabama. Junior Marcus Banks is pushing Jalen Armour Davis and five-star freshman Jaquincy McKinstry for a rotational uh, role opposite Job. Uh, Marcus Banks has played almost exclusively on special teams his first two years, but a six-foot, 180-pound corner could be pushing for more playing time. So that's what we'll keep an eye on for Alabama. Over at Arkansas, head coach Sam Pittman leads the Razorbacks into their spring game tomorrow at 2 o'clock Central in Razorback Stadium. Hogs will play a four-quarter game with a running clock, stopping on scoring plays, change of possession, that sort of thing. The game will feature traditional scoring, and the roster will be divided into two teams here with Sam Pittman on the format of the game. We'll have a running clock. Um, we'll kick off. We won't go live on special teams, but uh, we'll kick off, do everything necessary. Uh, we'll have a running clock until the two-minute point of, of, of the, the half and at the end of the game. And then the clock will just go to normal. We anticipate uh, somewhere around 55 plays, 50 to 55 plays on both sides of the ball. Uh, not counting special teams, and around a two-hour uh, spring. Uh, but I just I don't know how we're going to continue to get better if we don't go good on good. So we're going to go ones versus ones. Love that from Sam Pittman. And you'll hear that from a couple of coaches going ones on ones. You want to go good on good to see what you have. And uh, the Razorbacks will kick and punt. The special team units will not be live tackling, but everything else will Sam Pippen did single out a couple of hogs as candidates for biggest surprise performers so far of the spring. Sophomore defensive tackle Torian Carter, he's number 91. Senior safety and former walk-on Simeon Blair, number 15. And sophomore defensive end Zach Williams, number 56, as well as some freshman early enrollees. Uh, safety Jaden Johnson, linebacker Pooh Paul are all ones to watch for on Saturday. And although Paul may not see the field much this weekend the rest of the surprise mentions are on the two deep roster so arkansas getting underway with their spring game tomorrow excited to see what sam Pittman does he already raised expectations in year one as a lot of people said and eh, they might not win a game last year but uh took it a step further improved see if they can make that improvement this year though they are facing one of the toughest schedules in the country heading into next football season all right when we return We'll continue on in alphabetical order. We'll go on with the Auburn Tigers, LSU Tigers, Georgia Bulldogs, and much more. That's next. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We got NBA action. We got MLB action. All of it is in full swing, and Bet Online has got you covered. Real-time updated odds on props on almost anything you can imagine. No, there are no lines on the SEC spring games this weekend, but Give them a little time. They may start working on that pretty soon. BetOnline, they got you covered with all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. You can do it wherever you are. Just go to their website. Do it on your phone, your tablet, your laptop, whatever. You, you can sign up today. Receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50, that's 5 0 
when you use that promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N, all caps. Make sure you do it while you're signing up. You put in that promo code locked on, you will get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It is Bet Online. We trust them with everything that we do from betting on award shows, TV shows, reality TV, but most importantly, we're betting on sports, and that's where you can do it right there at betonline.ag. Bet Online, they are your online sportsbook experts. Hey, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski updates on the latest news in every major sport. With the help of our local experts, follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Continuing on, getting you guys ready for the uh, weekend of spring games. Seven spring games in the SEC this weekend. Got a couple more next week where... Tennessee, Ole Miss, among others, will be in action. Keep in mind, Florida and Kentucky not having spring games. Uh, Florida, in fact, wrapped their spring practice up a couple weeks ago. But uh, Kentucky not doing theirs because their stadium, Kroger Field, is being used as a vaccination distribution site. But nonetheless, we will have plenty more teams in action. And one team a lot of people are going to have their eyes on are the Auburn Tigers with new head coach Brian Harson. They call theirs... The A-Day game as well. Here is Brian Harson on what would make him happy from the spring game tomorrow. What would make me happy? Uh, I don't know if I've ever been happy after any scrimmage or or spring game, and only because you just play on both sides, right? The offense does well, then it's not good for the defense. And so it make me happy if we go out there and execute everything we need to on special teams. Let me say that. We execute special teams properly, I'll be happy. Otherwise, O and D, there's just going to be things that we're going to leave that scrimmage with and know that we got to improve the format right now a little bit to be determined i think that's one thing as we get into this next week um, there can be some live components there's going to be some some components that aren't live and how much do we want to do offense and defensively how much we want to show that's that's one of the things you always got to consider in spring uh, but overall i want our guys to play i want to have a, a great environment i want to see the fans i want to see that uh, that stadium with as many people as we can packed in there and let our guys get out there and just feel the energy of, of playing in front of a crowd. And that's one of the reasons why you come here to Auburn, to have that opportunity. And again, head coach Brian Harson, Jordan-Hare Stadium will see increased capacity for the A-Day game tomorrow after they limited attendance to 20% in the fall. Auburn announced uh, their attendance will be capped at 40% capacity this weekend though so some sections of seats will be off limits due to ongoing maintenance projects Uh, spring game will be saturday at one while it will not air live on tv you can stream it on the sec network plus we'll provide fans with the first look at brian harson's team after he took over as head coach last december or auburn earlier this spring held a practice uh, fully open to the public but saturday scrimmage will provide a more fully formed picture of the team after a full spring of work under Brian Harson. Uh, Harson said, if you have so many linemen, so many D linemen, or so many guys at a position, you just got to be smart about how much live work you're getting done. There's got to be some live work from this point on. We may sprinkle in some of that uh, this weekend, but uh, he said, we are going to go from there. He noted that the spring game will have some good on good, some running quarters. We will have some ones on twos against each other. We'll decide our scoring format. One of the big things that everybody's going to keep an eye on is D-lineman J.J. Pegues making that 
transition for from tight end over to defensive lineman. He's Auburn's 300-pound Swiss Army knife and uh, making that move over to the defensive side. There are only so many humans on the planet at his size who can move, drive, and explode like he can. Line him up at the three technique or the four give, gives him a chance to emerge as a more impactful player for the Tigers on a more down-to-down -down basis. The transition will take some time, but uh, raw potential is there, and we'll get to see Pegues on that D-line tomorrow. Also, another guy to keep an eye on, defensive back Devin Geis. Tigers came into spring practice with an opening at the nickelback after Christian Tut left for the NFL draft, but new defensive coordinator Derek Mason experimenting with a couple options at that spot including uh, giving little-used DB Devin Geis a real look. He's a senior that has seen action in just 11 games, only four career tackles over his last four years on the Plains. But a new staff, giving him a fresh opportunity. He's 5'9", only 170 pounds, but he's got to keep an eye on see what he can do for the Auburn Tigers. Over at Georgia, Coach Kirby Smart. The Georgia Bulldog fans, they will get to see some highly ranked recruits this weekend, including Brock Vandegrift, Amarius uh, Sims, among others, at Sanford Stadium. The University of Georgia will have their uh, the red team facing the black team at their annual G-Day game tomorrow. Kickoff set for 2 p.m. Eastern. It is the last time the coaches will evaluate the players until fall camp, and it's the last time Georgia uh, we'll play a game, quote-unquote, until the season opener against Clemson, which is their toughest opening game opponent so far since Kirby Smart has been at Georgia. All the tickets have been sold out, like last season. Uh, it will be limited to approximately 25% full capacity. But if you watch it on the uh, SEC Network Plus, you'll have the likes of Tom Hart, Jordan Rogers, and Cole Kublik, your normal SEC Network night crew, working the, the spring scrimmage. Couple guys to keep an eye on. How about left tackle Broderick Jones? There was a real possibility that they've been waiting on his development. He has the most potential of any left tackle on the roster. Long arms, freakish athleticism. Keep an eye on Broderick Jones, but he's far from comfortable on the right side. Should uh, be in that left tackle competition. Another guy, the cornerback Lavassier Carroll, initially signed with Georgia as a running back, but was switchly quickly switched to corner. He has taken the position change in stride and could receive some playing time very quickly. He has been at his best in the scrimmages where he gets to read the entire field, play within the defense, Six foot one, 195 pounds, very fluid hips, has the ideal skills to play cornerback, but uh, we will see what the depth looks like there at corner for the Bulldogs. And lastly, Channing Tindall, linebacker, not expected to be a starting inside linebacker this year, but it doesn't mean he won't play an important role. Since Kirby's taken over Georgia, that number three linebacker spot has played a coveted role in the defense. When you think of Monty Rice, N'Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, all those guys filled that role before earning starting jobs. As for what Tyndall has going for him, explosive athlete, very comfortable in defensive coordinator Dan Lanning's system. Perhaps Georgia's best pass rusher from the second level, but he's never had a true chance to show that off. G-Day could be that opportunity. Kirby Smart talking with the media this week, talking about the running back room and how the running backs have looked through spring so far. We've been a little dinged up there, you know, with Kenny out and, um, you know, we've got other guys out and we're trying to get all those guys back healthy. So it's been, uh, it's been tough, you know, uh, young man, 
has come in nicely. He's done a great job. Anthony Summy's done a great job. Uh, a couple of those guys have done a really good job of filling in um, with Kenny out. And, uh, you know, James and Samir have been very steady, hard workers. I thought Kendall did a really nice job today uh, with some physical runs. They're all working really hard on their protection. That's one of the areas that we've really targeted this spring in terms of pass protection and pickups. I'm pleased with what those guys have done. That again, Kirby Smart talking about that running back spot, and uh, they are deep. They are several deep at that spot. We'll be interested to see what they look like in the uh, G-Day game tomorrow. When we return, we'll hit on LSU, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt, and you said for all the other spring games happening tomorrow. Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever and let's be honest, if you guys haven't been to their website right now, you need to go to it. Just go to your, open your browser and your phone, your laptop, whatever it is, type builtbar.com. Search what they have. I guarantee you're going to find something you like. Amazing flavors. You got uh, several of the new, relatively newer ones, including the cookies and cream, which is my favorite, but tons of original flavors, tons of uh, new product. They're constantly floating out there, but their bar is covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Great if you're looking to lose or maintain some weight. The summer is almost here. You don't want to look like the fat person in the bathing suit. Let's be real. Uh, Very low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high in fiber. Cookies and cream that uh, I recommend. 17 grams of protein packed in there. So if you're starting to lift weights, great way to supplement uh, that weightlifting and pack on some uh, muscle, adding that protein to your diet every day. Only 130 calories in the bar. Why would you reach for anything like potato chips or cookies or, uh, you know, candy? Reach for a Built Bar. Check them out at BuiltBar.com. And if you find something you like, use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. You will get 15% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Hey, next week, you can listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockin Four, Brian Baldinger. Our local experts for every team will be making trades and picking the next stars for their team. Search for the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Continuing on, we've already covered four teams. we got three more to do as we start to uh, preview or continue to preview the spring games happening this weekend in the SEC. And now we get to the LSU Tigers, national champions just two years ago. Last year, a little bit of a down year for Coach Ed Ogeron and his group. Coach O said people can expect a fairly vanilla spring game on Saturday, considering it will be the first public scrimmage since the pandemic outright canceled last year's game the average fan likely take it any way they can get it but it'll be starters versus starters and backups versus backups those who are looking to see what new offensive corner jake Peets can do with that spread offense that set records two years ago produced the heisman trophy winner and eh, you might have to wait till september to see everything that jake Peets is bringing but Fine-tuning LSU's run game will be a major focus on Saturday. Coach O said the Tigers will deploy their basic run plays. He doesn't want to broadcast all the team's pre-snap motions and shifts and personnel packages, but LSU will need to improve on the fundamentals in the run game after underperforming last year. It was the first season the Tigers did not produce a 1,000-yard rusher since 2012. 
Here was Coach O talking about the running backs and expectations for this scrimmage. I wish we could have a full scrimmage to where we have all our backs and we're cranking it up pretty good. Uh, we, we weren't able to do that at all this spring, so we have to do that more in fall camp. Uh, but I'm sure I'm looking forward to passing game, I'm looking forward to pass protection, I'm looking forward to the timing between the quarterbacks, our new offense. Uh, we're going to keep it simple. I'm looking forward to our defense to eliminate explosive plays, to running through the football and tackling just good, basic, fundamental football. Yeah, hitting on LSU's running back situation, Ty Davis-Price, LSU's leading rusher last year, he missed an early scrimmage because of a, an injury. John Emery, their other returning back, he has mostly practiced without contact after undergoing surgery. Defensive side, a little battered too. All-American cornerback Eli Ricks missed the entire spring after offseason surgery. And Coach O said this week, starting defensive end Ali Gay is questionable for the game. But major switches and position battles will still play out including the four-man quarterback spot where the uh, first team will play evenly uh, snaps between Miles Brennan, sophomores Max Johnson, and T.J. Finley, as well as their freshman early enrollee Garrett Nussmeyer. Ogeron awarded Max Johnson the first snaps of the spring, a symbolic reward for winning LSU's final two games last season. Ogeron said that, quote, didn't really matter. Said there is no starting quarterback right now. Let's see if Miles Brennan can go out there and earn the spot before the spring is done. Over at Mississippi State, they'll have their maroon and white game tomorrow. Following a recent spring practice, head coach Mike Leach was asked if he's noticed any difference between his team from last fall until now. He noted that the practices seem more competitive now and they were than they were last season, and he said some younger players have really played a big part. He said, uh, I would say that uh, being more competitive is the biggest overall thing. We're trying to establish some of our young guys getting reps and elevate their play, which I've been pleasantly surprised with so far. As far as his quarterback, Will Rogers, who came on strong as the season rolled along last year, here was Mike Leach asked about Will Rogers. He's a work in progress. I think they're all works in progress. I think he does some good things. Uh, I didn't think this was his best work today. Uh, but I think that uh, he has been relatively consistent throughout spring. Leach went on to say he wants to see Rodgers keep progressing in several areas. The biggest thing I want him to do is a great job commanding the unit and elevating and moving the offense. said, I think he's done a great job of that. Last weekend, four Mississippi State quarterbacks played in their scrimmage. Will Rodgers, Chance Lavertich, Jack Abraham and Daniel Greek, all of them threw at least one touchdown pass in the scrimmage. Rodgers, uh, Rodgers is the front runner to start week one against Louisiana Tech, but could be challenged by Jack Abraham and the incoming four-star recruit Sawyer Robertson. Rodgers completed almost 70% of his passes last year, almost 2,000 yards with 11 touchdowns. Former Starkville High standout, Rufus Harvey has uh, been a standout wide receiver. He hauled in two touchdown passes in the scrimmage last weekend. He redshirted his freshman year, but he is pushing to see the field in his second year. Leach said Rufus is kind of an uncanny guy, very competitive. He's got some intangibles, so keep an eye on Rufus Harvey in the spring game. Senior safety C.J. Morgan taking advantage of an extra year of eligibility. He will return for a sixth year with the program. Mike Leach said, C.J. Morgan, great presence, great leadership, just a natural leader, one of those guys. You kind of don't want to hurry the thing up, but you look forward to his future 
because I suspect there are big things ahead of them. And lastly, over at Vanderbilt, they will have their black and gold spring game. Of course, another new head coach in Clark Lee coming over. On Thursday, Vanderbilt announced uh, they will have new premium seating options, which will be available this coming football season on the north end of their stadium. It includes 28 loge boxes and at least 80 individual premium seats. Work will uh, begin this spring and will be scheduled to be completed by this fall, A.D. Candace Lee said. As far as the product on the field, Clark Lee talked about expectations for the spring game. We'll be offense versus defense. We don't quite have the depth to, to field two teams. Uh, so, you know, that, that'll that'll make it feel a little more scrimmage-like. We've kind of messed with and honed a system for keeping score for both sides of the ball. So that should add a competitive element to it, which is exciting. And, um, you know, we'll we'll try to play it out just like a game and, and maybe run the clock a little bit in the second half. But um, the goal in the spring game is, is to both have a – just bring things to a close in this segment, you know, have something that we share with, with our fans and our community, and then ultimately to get out injury free, you know, I mean, it's, it's, um, we'll be mindful of both, you know, wanting to have a long enough exposure where we learn something about ourselves, uh, where we're able to compete and we're able to, um, to grow within football situations that come up in a game. And then also making sure that we, we get out of, uh, the spring relatively healthy and able to launch into a summer that will deliver us to a really, really important fall camp. And so uh, that'll be the spring game. It's exciting. I'm energized to uh, to get out there again. And I know the, the guys are energized to get out there again and compete with each other. And again, to share with our, our fans and our community and our, our families. It's going to be a lot of fun. And again, Vanderbilt head coach Clark Lee, sophomore quarterback Ken Seals expects to uh, be the starting quarterback once again. Uh, but they may end up switching up series, taking uh, snaps with uh, junior Mike Wright, senior Jeremy Musa, transfer from San Bernardino Valley College, and a senior walk-on Jack Bowen, all uh, competing for that quarterback spot. But uh, in their scrimmage a couple days ago, offense went at little to no uh, production to start. A couple of fumbles, a couple of uh, stalls resulting in punts. Senior uh, Vandy senior cornerback Justin Harris Anchored the defense and uh, disrupted several passes. Junior running back Ramon Davis, a transfer from Temple, he had the first touchdown of their scrimmage the other day. And uh, sophomore running back Rocco Griffin showed off his speed and power. But uh, Ken Seals, a guy to keep an eye on. He showed some signs last year as a, as a true freshman. We'll see what he does heading into his sophomore season. But uh, senior Pearson Cook, another player to uh, – Keep an eye on it. Kicked a 37-yard field goal in their scrimmage the other night. We'll see uh, how important he will be this year. But with Seals under center, uh, that fifth-year senior Chris Pierce Jr. showed some uh, some highlights at the wide receiver spot. And senior tight end Gavin Schoenwald showed a lot of physical play. So a couple names to keep an eye on, as well as senior uh, receiver Cam Johnson as well. So... That is your buildup for the spring games. Things to keep an eye on this weekend as seven SEC teams having their spring games and a lot to watch. A lot of it's streaming. Alabama will be the only one on ESPN, but I'm sure SEC Network will work in some kind of highlights if anything big happens. Keep in mind, we've got a lot of 
SEC baseball and softball games happening this weekend as well, so they will be busy on the SEC network compiling highlights. But speaking of that, Mississippi State versus Ole Miss, a monster series and baseball tickets going for as much as $475 out there on the secondary market. Mississippi State getting a two-for-one deal this weekend. It's super for baseball games this spring, and uh, you're going to have a lot of folks in attendance. So going to be a lot of fun to see Mississippi State taking on Ole Miss, an important series for both teams. Meanwhile, Tennessee and Vandy, another one where Tickets are flying off the secondary market at a high price. Tennessee Vols, an elite pitching staff. Three solid starters with Chad Dallas, Will Heflin, and freshman star Blade Tidwell. For Vanderbilt, of course, you got Rocker. You got Lighter. Some studs on the mound for them. First baseman Dominic Keegan's been really good at the plate. But, uh, man, it is going to be a fun series on both sides. So much to watch this weekend. I know we can't watch it all, but... I'm sure if you're a fan of a specific SEC team, you'll be watching your team's spring game. And, of course, if you're an Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, and uh, Tennessee fan, you'll be watching your baseball teams as well. South Carolina, big series with LSU got underway last night. So a whole lot to watch this weekend. We will recap as much of it that we can on Monday here on Locked on SEC. I'm Chris Gordy. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody.